It's interesting and probably just a funny way things worked out that as we enter into a time that many are calling chaotic, confusing, hysterical, whatever, a time whenever, you know, we're having to do things we've never done before, like live stream masses so that people can be attentive, is that the theme or the guiding principle for the mass that we celebrate today is summed up in the very first words that are given for this mass. The words in Latin, laetare, rejoice. I know maybe you know that if you've been to mass for many years and seen, you know, the fourth Sunday in Lent is always a rose Sunday. It's more joyous. There is more themes of rejoicing that soon Easter will be upon us. And yet for us here, both at home, here in the church, no matter where you are, now does not feel like a time to rejoice. Now does not feel like a time to have joy. In fact, many voices around us are telling us that now is a time to not be joyful, to be maybe cynical, maybe angry, maybe frustrated, maybe sad, maybe confused, maybe fearful. All these voices around us that are telling us to feel everything except joy. To feel anything except gladness and happiness. It's a time where we feel like, you know, I guess, you know, I can't go to Mass anymore physically. I can't receive the sacraments like I used to. I can't go and be with this group like I used to. I can't go to the nursing home like I used to. I can't do this. I can't do that. There's so much that is weighing on us. And we, just to say, we feel it too. I, this past week, have been just generally like in a state of stupor, it seems like. Running from this way to that, doing all kinds of things, trying to prepare for different ways to help minister to you, and yet I just feel like this cloud has been over me over this past week of just like foreboding and just general just heaviness, but not joy, I would say. And so how can we find joy in this time? How is it that we can be told to be joyful when everything else around us because of this pandemic, because of all of this restriction and that restriction, how can we be told to be joyful at this time? It's just like, as we see in the gospel today, this man born blind, what joy can he have as a blind man? In those days, as it's kind of mentioned many times, those who were thought to be born blind were thought to have done so because of some sin, because of something that either they themselves would do or what their parents did. We see that the disciples question Jesus at the very beginning of this gospel and say, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? And maybe some of us are in that space like, what have I done to deserve this, Lord? What have I done? But Jesus 
Jesus offers us the response that God offers each one of you in this moment. To his disciples, he responds, neither he nor his parents sinned. It was so that the works of God might be made visible through him. It was so that the works of God might be made visible through him. See, we can try to blame all kinds of people during this time. We can try to blame our bishops. We can try to blame our priests. We can try to blame health officials. We can try to blame politicians. We can try to blame this person and that person and so-and-so and so-and-so for the situation that we're in right now. And that doesn't solve anything. It doesn't help. And in fact, it only causes more pain, more fear, more hysteria. But what is it that Jesus invites each one of us, you and I, to recognize at this time? It's not that there is necessarily someone to blame, but it's that God is with us and has something to do in us and with us. See, God, as I said last week in my homily, that God is still in our midst. Jesus did not let this man stay in his blindness. He was with him. And even when this man, after being cured, was questioned and persecuted, and all the voices around him was telling him what to think and what to feel and who to blame, He stayed close to the truth that Jesus did for him, and then Jesus came and met him. This is not the time to blame. This is the time to trust. This is not the time to pass the buck or to yell. It's the time to look for God. Because he is with you. And especially as we celebrate joy, he has a particular grace, a particular joy for you during this time. Because just as we see at the end of this season, God takes the greatest pain and the greatest suffering, the greatest torture, and makes the greatest joy, the resurrection. That's what this Sunday is all about. It's that we are getting close to the greatest joy that the earth has ever experienced, the resurrection of Jesus. And just as the apostles and the disciples waited in bitter agony and pain and suffering and sadness for three days waiting for that joy, we are now in that space, in that space where, yes, it is painful, yes, we are not living our normal lives. Things are different. But if we trust that the Lord is still with us, there is a joy that he has in store for us, greater maybe than anything 
we have ever experienced, greater than anything that you may have ever experienced. He will come to you during this time, if you are open to him, and give you some experiences of joy, particularly maybe that you've not had much of. Maybe for some of you, who, it's time with your children or times with your parents that you've missed out on because of this thing and that thing. Time spent around a dinner table. Perhaps for some of you, you'll learn new things during this time. I've been kind of over the past week learning all kinds of new things about social media and how to work it for upcoming little projects. Perhaps you'll find a new way to pray, to come in contact with the Lord. And especially this, I think, now more than ever, the invitation to all of you, all of us, is that God wants to meet us in a new way. And so what are the new ways of prayer that I can embrace in this time? That can be an experience of that joy, of that resurrection? That's what this opportunity has for us. We can either listen to the voices, the voices around us that invite us to fear and to be angry and to doubt. Or we can pay attention to the voice of Christ who speaks to us, who promises to open our eyes the voice of Christ that promises us joy after, the joy of the resurrection after the cross. That is what we have, the opportunity we have before us. So do not miss that opportunity. There is a time for joy. There is joy to be experienced now. But do not be afraid. The Lord is with you. The Lord will give you that joy.